Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. You know when you first notice something and then you can never unnotice it? It's like the bricks laid in circles all over San Francisco's streets, or the arrow in the FedEx logo, or those wall hooks that look like a drunk octopus. Well, Zach Brazen noticed a pattern, and now he can't unsee it. Why are there colorful dots above the drainage system, and who puts them there? I don't know if you've seen these dots. They're spray-painted layer upon layer. Red, blue, pink, orange, yellow, green. They kind of look like abstract art, and they are all over the place. I think I noticed them, honestly, about a year ago because they reminded me of these, these colorful pieces of thread that you'll see in the back alleys of Morocco. And then I started noticing in the streets of San Francisco and Oakland and Berkeley, above the curbside drainage areas, there are these layered colored dots that obviously it, it seems intentional, 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 intentional. You're listening to Bay Curious. I'm Olivia Allen-Price. And this week, Jessica Placzak brings us the story behind the colorful dots above the drains. Zach's right. It's intentional. And it's part of a war against one of my sworn enemies. Mosquitoes are naturally present in our environment here in California. I went and talked to Dr. Cora Hoover at the San Francisco Department of Public Health. The disease that we tend to worry about here in the Bay Area is West Nile virus. While most people are fine, 1% of those infected get really sick, and some have died. West Nile virus first came to California in 2003. Right here in Kern County, for instance, we have already had two deaths and also 38 infections. In 2007, Arnold Schwarzenegger declared a state of emergency in affected counties. That year, West Nile killed 21 people in the state. Municipalities across California have taken preventative measures to keep the skaters at bay. In San Francisco, it seems to be working. Nobody in the city has died, which brings us to the dots. One Thursday, in the early morning light, I went for a bike ride with this guy. Hi, I'm Jake Munoz. Jake led us up and down the hills near City College, passing pastel homes and garbage men on their morning routes. Just got tired of sitting in front of a computer all day, so it's good to be outside riding my bike. Jake stops frequently. At every single storm drain, he drops mosquito treatment through the grate. They look like, if you imagine, like a, a gold bar, but maybe a little bit smaller. White plaster that fits in the drains just right. He does this over 120 times a day. Jake is on the SF Mosquito Abatement Courier Team. They treat more than 23,000 drains multiple times a year. 
the bars that go into the drain are laced with methoprene, which acts like an insect hormone, preventing growth and normal egg laying. If I were to put that in a glass of water and drink it, would I be okay? You, you probably would be okay. You would get a stomach ache before it would make you sick. They put it in cow troughs, you know, so cows drink it up, livestock, they drink it up. Methoprene is used to treat standing water, and it finds its way into a lot of our food, like grains, corn, and peanuts. Sometimes it can be found in cereal. After dropping the bricks in the drain, Jake pulls out a spray paint can, leans over, and sprays a little dot on the curb. It signifies that the drain has been treated in the last hundred days. Today, he uses blue paint. Some people thought it was a... Uh like an art, like like we're doing... Street art. Uh, yeah, street art is like, it kind of looks like it. I mean, you make the, the uh, your next dot a little over to the side of the next one, so the other one, the sort of previous one shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think about it. I do think about it. If you look around at the dots, they do have a lot of variation. Some look like bullseyes, some are sprayed in a messy line. Others make artful rainbow drips down the curb. We started with blue, which was not our choice. Lorray Fernandez is Jake's supervisor. Lorray and Jake have been discussing the next colors to use. We think that, was that purple and then orange? We'll only get to do three rounds this year, and I think that those were the colors that we chose, which would be the prettiest at the end of the year. They're also toying with the idea of following blue with yellow, then pink. Lorraine is an artist, and to my surprise, so is Jake. Do you do art outside of this? Yeah, I've been doing graffiti since I was like 12 years old. That's awesome. I'm so glad I asked you that. Uh-huh. For mosquito abatement, these dots have a very practical application, signifying that drains have been treated for potentially deadly mosquitoes. But for Jake, as a graffiti artist, these dots are also art. That was reporter Jessica Placek. Big thanks to Zach Brazen for the question. If you live in San Francisco, you can check online and see if the storm drain near you has the right color dot, meaning it's been treated recently. That's at mosquitosf.com. And hey guys, please take a moment to review our podcast. We read every single one and it really helps us to bring you new episodes each week. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. 
And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.